So, we cannot talk too loud, but we can talk. <laughs> so you came from the doctor now or what? They had to uh, take blood for what? Yeah, they wanted to do, because uh, I had a provider because uh, I don't work at Universal anymore. So the doctor on site at Universal before, so I had to find a new doctor. So I got Obamacare though for free, which is pretty great. Very good. But believe it or not, Obamacare is paying for more of my shit than the insurance I used to pay for with Universal, which is pretty amazing. I don't know. But, but, but why is Obamacare completely free? I think you have to pay something or not. Oh, well, it's because I lost my job. Normally you would. Yeah, normally the premiums are pretty fucking high. Um, yeah. So it covers you for how long, let's say you lose a job, for how long you're covered? Uh, until the end of the year. Okay. So, yeah. Two more months, basically. It would have been a whole year, but I didn't get, you know, I didn't get wise until late in the game, so. Yeah. It's an interesting way to see it from the inside that my life's gotten so fucked up that I have to apply for all of the social programs that we talk about on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did, did you saw the news from China, from the Disney World there today? What happened? So they locked up 30,000 uh, visitors, like didn't let them leave at all till everybody, till every single one of them was tested for Corona because there was one positive Corona test. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you believe that? In, I think in, if, if in US, you would uh, test the whole, uh, whatever, Orlando uh, parks or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, it would be completely impossible not to find a, a corona uh, positive one. I, I mean, there would be 10, 20, 30 would be corona positive without maybe knowing it, right? So, uh, but they wanted to find out uh, right away and they basically incarcerated all the guests till they were good to go after the testing. Dude, and, yeah, after working at Universal. If they tried to do that there, there'd be all these Trumpers like fucking freaking the fuck out. I've seen it. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I think they they uh, uh, would like smash the whole park into oh man ruin totally. So I uh, I found funny that Toronto teacher with the black face on Halloween, because if you actually click the link on and you see the black face, I don't think yeah. it was actually a racist comment. I, I think it was just completely stupidity. I mean, it, it, it doesn't really look like a racist kind of black face statement, to be honest. It's like actual black, but you know, he didn't yeah. think it through or maybe, I don't know, man. That's a good question. You think a guy who is at the level of educating our children would be a little bit more self-aware, especially in this day, day and age, but... I know, but look, they uh, suspended him. Oh, did that? And uh, so in all the article, I think it's it's like the article about this kind of, I, I twittered, a murder is not so hard, uh, get not so hard prosecuted as blackface. So as a, as a joke about it, because I, uh, I feel that uh, they went, let's say that teacher, and in no article I read it, 
uh-huh. was not was not a Nazi, was not a white supremacist, right? So I, I mean, nobody wrote that he was ongoing racist in the in the uh, school yeah. with racist remarks. So he was just I, an idiot, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody he was born like, like, yeah, but but I think you cannot just suspend and destroy a, a job based on it. You have to like have him like sitting down with him and discussing it and say like what the fuck are you doing are you insane oh and, yeah uh, yeah but but you, you know like uh, look where the guy wrote here i think that is so bad what the guy wrote uh yeah uh, uh what do you write no uh part of thinking like like the, when the guy said okay the guy had blackface and then he said it's dehumanization it's like so racist a deeply oh, entrenched dude. anti-black racism in the school system. I mean, how can you come to this conclusion based on this guy with that stupidity black face? It's just completely, uh, they, they totally go over the top on that guy. Yeah. I mean, they I would use, love to do post and just start with blackface. Like all the white people have a blackface and all the black people have a white face. I mean, it's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, 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 to to even uh, uh, go so far, you know. I think that is the, the you know that is the biggest problem we we facing right now. We had it so many times about the political correctness. I mean, I would not run around with blackface uh, only if it's clearly uh, as a satire. But uh, uh, but not everybody is so much into all that stuff. Yeah, you know. And it looked almost he you used like like shoe polish. And and made his face exactly like a mask, like a Mike Mike Myers mask. Instead of white, he made it black. I well, mean, I... you know, it's, right now is a very divisive time where, you know, whether you mean to make a mistake or not, if you do, there are people ready to pounce because I think that everybody on both sides is extremely frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's really like I felt also that this is a little uh, almost a satire kind of joke message to go so far to actually suspend a guy for this. I think uh, goes goes way too too big. Look at another thing I found this week in Popstar Popstar Online dot com. Right, the boozy badass. You know this guy? Yeah. Okay. So he went on a rant after Lil Nas and Lil Nas we know is gay right and he tried to be uh, he claims to have a song with him so yeah then I read about this yeah you he know said that he has, he so to stop trolling me fucking T whatever the you F won't. word he says the F word that starts with the nap and it ends with the G okay so <laughs> you, you're a whole bitch playing with a gangster uh, you can keep sucking dick. You're getting fucking naked. You, your, uh, your anus or whatever piece in your cervix. I worked uh, too. If you, if it was you, commit suicide. You would do. A, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants to see you. Oh, uh, no, dude, you have to. So, in what? the black culture, in the rap culture, there is a very homophobic set. So I'm not that surprised. You know what I mean? Listen to the songs that they sing. You know what I, I mean? Know, you, don't, you don't. You. I know, but you don't hear about boozy badass, uh, a Twitter storm like Chappelle. 
yeah. right? Where they want to cancel him forever. Chappelle did an uh, intellectual 60 minutes program where he in detail uh, uh, didn't uh, uh, did transphobic jokes or whatever. He in detail talked about political correctness and about what is true, what is not true, what you can say, what you cannot say without being victim of the cancel culture. And he did that on purpose uh, to prove the point. And you know what I think? I, I fulfilled what he wanted. But but Uzi badass didn't yeah. I didn't read anything after this article negative about Boozy badass nowhere nobody gives a shit it's because the mainstream Chappelle is he appeals to the mainstream culture so the mainstream culture is shocked and appalled because they want him to play nice like what they're used to on Netflix but the rap culture they don't give a fuck they're hardened they are badass and they just don't care so the rap culture there won't be as much of a, a backlash because they just are like it's another day but the mainstream culture is like i'm so angry let's destroy him so that's the difference it's like one can turn the other cheek and say that's a fact of life while the other side is like I must avenge the, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, with what they're getting away, you know. Uh, uh, I've wrote that also. I think I did it in Overball Raw in the videos I uh, where I said like where all the rappers getting completely free passes on all that stuff. You yeah. know, like they 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 say whatever. All the women are fucking bitches. They can bend over and blow them. And nobody it's, gives shit. And nobody gives shit. But, but if you make a bad joke, uh, yeah. if you're a white person and you make a bad joke uh -huh. about like girls being bitches or whatever, you it's you have it behind you. Like that was it. Nobody will invite you for anything for the rest of your life. And I mean that is also a thing that is actually uh, interesting, you know? Because uh, yeah, absolutely. And if you think about it, dude, the kind of person who has tickets to a Dave Chappelle show. It's got to be fucking loaded. You don't see like an, a, a guy like with 20, like, I got you some tickets, honey, for 20 bucks. And then she's like, yeah. No, it's not. It's likely a guy who's like, honey, I got you tickets to the new Dave Chappelle and only $2,000 for front row seat. So you have to look at the audience, you know? Ooh, who's yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, but so they're all drug dealers. <laughs> Or they're like Because rich they're... Wall Street nerds or something. <laughs> yeah, but when you see the audience from Chappelle, it's more black as white. Is it? Well, maybe, yeah. maybe the yeah, people yeah. who are like the producers, they're like, you've got to seat them towards the front for the camera. Like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but but I mean, it, it, I think it's uh, it, it was almost uh, funny. I mean, I have a blast out of this shit, right? I don't care people like uh, insulting everybody. I kind of like it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and imagine uh, if you had stand up, dude, you'd be better than Chappelle. I, that is what I told my wife, but Natalie doesn't let me do it because she's she thinks I break all the rules and all taboos. I said this, but that's the whole point of stand-up comedy. But uh, she just cannot handle it. She's <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you, for example, you open uh, if you open CNN right now, right? So the the, the biggest headline. It's not that 100 nations pledge to cut methane emissions like they do the Glasgow Climate Conference right now. Uh, and uh...
daughters for sale. CNN witnesses a nine years old being sold for marriage to a 555 years old man. And of course, that was not in Brooklyn. That was, of course, in Afghanistan or wherever the fuck they do this kind of stuff. And the guy, the 55 years old, looks actually really, really old, like 75. So I don't know what he wants to do with the nine years old, but in other countries, people getting arrested for this. But uh, in that countries, it's completely okay. Nothing happens, right? So, um, and, but talking a little about the Klima uh, conference, um, all the German TV discussion shows like are full of it. And uh, it's so absurd, right? It's, it's almost an absurd situation where you have all the politics trying to tell everybody we can reach climate, carbon neutrality yeah. uh, 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 and, and, and save the world without you uh, shrinking down your personal life like less flying, less driving, less using, whatever, less plastic shit. So if, if they, they make you believe that we can grow the economy and grow the amount of people on earth and still making sure the world is not heating up even more. And that is just so fake and not believable. And then when you see what they actually make as uh, 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 decisions, it's every scientist says it's nothing. It's way not enough to stop anything. Remember the 1.5 Celsius goal? Like we have to make sure we're all working on that not 1.5 great Celsius, the, the world gets hotter in the next 10 years. Uh-huh. So now they're looking at it like 20 years or something, I think, right? No, no, this is the other way around. From the 1.5 are already 1.1 are already hotter. So we're talking here, how with the things they doing, like we all know China will blow all the shit in the air every year more from now on till 2030. Oh, and they have more people. Exactly, they have more people, more industry, they grow. So now how we're talking here about 0.5 grade Celsius we have to try to control that it doesn't get hotter till 2030. So that are nine years from now on. As I tell you, we are next year 1.5 Celsius higher in total. And, and, uh, and then uh, everybody, all the scientists will release like, oh my fucking God, it's the end. Uh, now we have to work on that it's not getting three great Celsius hotter. And we're just running in an open knife. The open By then knife. it's too late. By then it's too late. Three, three Celsius. Jesus Christ. Totally. And it, it's like, uh, uh, but but I think the people are not reacting to it till it hits them personally. It's because everybody's till a hurricane takes your house off, till a fire burns your house down, till a flood floods your family away, and everybody's dead. Whatever. Then people react, but then it's way more expensive to fix things. And that is the thing what I don't get in my head. It's like they don't getting it that the idea of, of non-stop economic growth will lead to our end. And that is what I don't get. Why they don't get that? It's so easy to see. It, it's just fact-driven. 
it's greed and selfishness. I mean, and a lot of people have a really cynical kind of not my problem attitude, and that's really fucked up. Yes. Yeah. And, and the other half doesn't know what to do. They're like, I really want to do something. I just don't know how to help. So everybody just sits on their ass and nothing changes. Oh, wait. I, I switched on to the CN. So they have live updates from the okay. CN, right? So they have 100 nations pledged pledge to cut Misan emissions by 30%. Okay. That is fantastic, says European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, who is, by the way, the ex-German defense minister, and she was the worst idiot ever running a department uh, uh, besides the German uh, tra tra secretary for traffic. So he, she, was, she was basically dumped out of her job in Germany into the European Commission, and of course she's the president there. So, so she's like... She has no clue. And then uh, um, we have to act now, she explained. We cannot wait for 2050. But there is already uh, the lie. Because when she said we have to act now, that means, of course, not that that 100 nations will cut the emissions by 30% now, tomorrow. I'm sure somewhere, and I don't find it in the article, is... Uh, is written that now means in 10, 15 years. And that is, and that is then basically too late. You know, yeah. it's like, it's so absurd. It's like, for example, you could, like you saw that 45 private jets landed with Jeff Bezos and all that people at the Clima conference. <laughs> you know, like private jets burning all the fossil fuel and one guy gets out Jeff Bezos with his girlfriend. The next flight comes in and it's Prince Charles. The next flight comes in and it's whatever oh. the next billionaire. So that is cynical. That is so cynical if you think about it. It's so completely idiotic, right? So, and then... Uh, um, that would make a good joke for Postal too. Uh, totally, you know. <laughs> and, and so they're talking and talking and talking. Uh, uh, um, and it, it's basically... Uh, it's all talk, but I think what we would need is action. And action means you have to get really concrete starting tomorrow. Cut down emissions. For example, holidays, you have one flight a year to fly into holidays. Uh, private jets, not allowed anymore. Sorry, Jeff Bezos. Uh, cruise ships not allowed anymore only if they're getting uh, uh, not with diesel anymore like whatever if they're getting like uh, uh, batteries electro what the fuck i don't care but otherwise cruise ships not allowing it anymore one time a month whatever one one sunday a month no more car driving everybody has to stay with the ass at home one day per month so but that would be really concrete things they would cut emissions that idea to always give this kind of percentages and then tell the industry oh, you know you have to cut emissions 30 percent down in, in your factory in the next eight years i mean that will not that is just not cutting it that will only end up in total bullshit and uh, not in that we win the war against the the uh, the raising temperature. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading it right now, and I'm going to say this for our listeners here, and to prove your point, 
GM, the car manufacturer, plans to go all electric on their motor vehicles by 2035. That's quite a while away. Volvo yeah. by 2030, Uber by 2040, um, FedEx by 2040, Jaguar by 2025. Okay, that's a little better. Ford by 2050, USPS by 2023. So, what well, the USPS said that's something, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but but think about it. It's like you you let's say you you have lung cancer, but then you say to the doctor who just told you the bad bad news, uh, I stopped smoking in three years. And you know, it, but but that is the that is the situation. I mean, that is the situation. And but because it goes around like a, it's not a direct thing. You know, it's not like Corona, and now you die. It's it's like no, you don't know. You have to be on the wrong spot at the wrong time to die from climate change. But yeah. with with rising temperatures and uh, and uh, higher uh, ocean levels and so on, let's say the chance will get way bigger that you will be at one point on the wrong spot at the wrong time. Hey, you know, skin cancer, man. Skin cancer is getting worse when people start to get skin cancer en masse because there's no fucking ozone there. I think they're going to start to care. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's really, uh, it's, it's unbelievable, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very disappointed about that next thing, what, what happened right now. And I saw that uh, they would have a list in the end, at least, where, like a list, a concrete list, what, whatever 100 countries sign, where they say this 10 things will happen till the end of the year in our country. And it doesn't have to be, as I said, it doesn't have to be like neck breakers, you know? It's not a neck breaker to not drive your car one time a month for a full day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it, it is the thing. It's like we, we had way harder measures and, and, and situations with, with Corona. We were well, born. you know, if, if that fucking shit happened in the U.S., and even though I agree with you, they were like, drive, we want everyone to drive four days a week. Everybody would say... I'm freedom, freedom, the United States of America, fucking freedom, and all this other shit. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. You know, like, just, I'll drive my car extra just because he told me I can only drive it. That's what the Americans' response would be. They're fucking no, I don't. They would do that. I totally agree. <laughs> I, I, I think, but, of course, that is the reason you have to do the same day. Otherwise, you cannot control it, right? So you just have to say uh, the first Sunday every month, nobody drives. And whoever drives will get shredded by machine guns, like Squid Game style. Yeah, you know, like when... they found, yeah, they found like a, another Jesus in the um, testament or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, it, it's really like uh, unbelievable. By the way, talking about Squid Game, yeah, I also uh, my name. The, another Korean show is on Netflix. And uh -huh. the name is my name, and it's also uh, extremely binge-worthy. What's it about? Uh, What's it about? It's, it's basically you have a uh, 18 years old girl. Her father gets 
shot in front of the door where, where she, he wanted to get home to her. He's the daughter, she's the daughter, and he gets shot in front of the door. And um, she, her whole life, she's dedicated to find out who shot him. She knows he worked for the organized crime, but what she didn't know is that he was that he was like a, a, a cop who got smuggled into the organized crime. So uh, she thinks he worked for the organized crime boss and the organized crime boss acts like he helps her finding the, the, the perpetrator uh, and so she pl she pl he plans her into the police because he said the police killed him because she thought the whole time he's an organized crime guy so now she turns into a police officer and trains very hard and tries to get into narcotics to go against the organized crime but she's like a mole basically right so she calls always the organized crime guy but then it of course she finds out that the, it was all the other way around that he was a cop and then it's like a merciless they are merciless massacres and you know like whether they're typical thing what the Koreans or what the Asian films they have yeah. like no they have just no holdbacks it's like and I love this you know that That's they're so cool. that, that they really go for it and whatever like with swords or knives she kills like certain people cut the throats it's like it's unbelievable and of course extremely good uh, coordinated you know, I think as a normal Korean actor, if you cannot do like martial arts fighting, you, you never have a job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so what you say uh, news about the Alec Baldwin situation? Did you saw him talking to the press on the at, at Halloween on the on the corner? I think he's just. I think they're like the press really is. They'll leave us alone if we give them a little tidbit. But like. I don't know. He seems kind of like he's being a dick about it halfway. Like he's so he cynical. I know he comes always around like a dick, right? So he never, yeah. he never didn't came. He never came around as a, uh, yeah, whatever a guy who who's not aggressively reacting to things. And I have to say, what happened to him could happen to everybody. And and uh, it's it was not his fault. You know, yes, as an experienced actor, he should definitely check the gun himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, he should. But on the other hand, you're busy, you're in your part. Uh, you have to also rely, especially in film, you have to rely on your crew. Yeah. You cannot just have like, uh, you know, the sound guy. Oh, every second take, I forgot to push like record. You know, like shit like this. I mean, it's just you. You totally rely that the, that the, the focus puller gets the shit done. And and the same with the armor. And and I, from what I now read, the assistant director didn't get the guns from the armor. The armor girl put the guns basically on a barrel it was they were just laying there then and said these guns are ready to go we were all like ready to go to film with the guns and he took the guns or one gun and gave it to alec baldwin also not really controlling it and so uh, yes nobody plotted the death of the camera woman but the reality is uh, the armorer and the assistant director uh will have to get prosecuted i mean you cannot just let it slide well yeah that's why she got a fucking lawyer she knows she's in hot shit and, yeah. and i think she's fucking lying so you know 
Whatever yeah, I mean, it, I'm not talking putting them in jail or something, right? But I mean, you they need to to uh, should be insured should be sued by the insurance company. They'll be destitute. Are you kidding me? No, no, I know they will be like as on a civil court matter. I think they both have to file for personal bankruptcy soon if they don't have a. For example, she as an armorer, she normally should carry a special insurance exactly for this kind of shit, right? Yeah. So and and then it's it's a money thing, but at the same time, I think they should uh, uh, have a, a in a way a punishment, even if they whatever. Uh, a thousand hours of community work, but they need a punishment. They need also to learn that what they did uh, uh, is, is, is absolutely insane and ridiculous, and it's very, very dangerous. I so, think that the entire industry needs to know, needs to learn from this situation. Safety first. Even when I worked at fucking Troma, that was like their motto: safety first. You know, even at the bottom of the barrel, like a C list, as you call them. You know, like that's yeah. always what they look out for so fucking much. I hope that this changes the industry. Brandon Lee's death changed the, mm -hmm. the industry. You know what I mean? This should change the industry too. I know, but I have to say, if somebody would come to me and uh, I would not hire that armorer. I would never hire a 23 years old girl to be an armorer on the show, sorry, but I never, I actually never saw an armorer uh, who was not at least like male and 40 and had like military backgrounds and stuff like this. I mean, it's ridiculous, only because she was the daughter of a guy who is an armorer or a shooter or whatever. <laughs> that means nothing. That yeah. means not that you can handle the stress on the film set. And uh, uh, also that they found 500 rounds and a lot of live rounds all mixed with like uh, the the blanks. And that is insane. Yeah, he Alec Baldwin should have, he should have hired you. You would have done a much better job. That is true. And I could even replace the director after he got shot by me to get rid of him. No, but uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, but it, but it, but it's really interesting to see how bad it is. But did you read that article about Tyler Perry? That was also unbelievable. What is? What I read that he was like going to retire or something. What that I, was I, there was a big article. I have to. I twittered it also. If you follow my Twitter, you have to click the article. Uh, so Tyler Perry works more and faster as any person I ever. Uh, I've not even met like any person I could ever imagine. So, for example, oh, he had except for you, except for Uwe Ball. You cannot even compare it to me. It's it's like he, that guy is completely out of his fucking mind. So the, that article. Uh, so, as an example, he has a, he had a show, twenty five episodes, each like twenty minutes to shoot, and he has this huge studio compound in uh, Georgia, in Atlanta. Right. So where he has, yeah. he owns his own studio and to keep the studio busy, he's renting it out. But he also is basically producing all the shows. So he shot the 25 episodes in how many days? Uh, a week. 23 days. Three days. Three oh, days. my God. So, so think about the, the, the uh, um, Prince of Bel Air or something. I mean, it, it, it's not an episode like CSI or something, but it's like episodes you just do on two or three locations. But still, think about the actors. How much you have to learn if you do twenty 
five episodes. This is 25 times 20 pages. So we're talking here about they're yeah, shooting, they shooting like three or 400 pages of script in three days. And he said he uh, the last three weeks, he was in a hut, he said in an interview to the magazine, uh, basically writing from seven o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock in the night, every day, seven days a week for three weeks, and wrote a whole like 13 part episode miniseries, what will get shot now, like two weeks after he's done writing it. I mean, that is unbelievable worst ethics and uh, work ethics and, and uh, I was amazed. I couldn't. He said also, if you have your own studio, he always, he, he, the interview to me said, are you not seeing a lot of waste on other productions? Because he's so fast, so efficient. And he said, totally. He said, it's so fucking absurd uh, uh, to see how much money other production companies are wasting. And basically I felt like that guy sings like me, but he's, but he's way more successful as me. And, uh, and then think about it. He plays as an actor in stuff. He plays like woman in comedies. He plays all kinds of shit and he directs and he produces and he writes like two or three shows a year where he is doing it all. And he is the chef of that whole studio, what has like nine different stages or 10. Uh, and he owns his know. own island, man. He owns his own island, dude. He's yeah. fucking and he's doing charity and he's doing this. I, I, since I read that thing, I feel I'm the most lazy loser uh, I ever met. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's really, I, I really have to give it to him. So uh, uh, I really have to give it to him. Check my, if whoever listens to this, Uwe Ball 7, the number On 7 Twitter. is my Twitter. The article should be there uh, from yesterday. And uh, it, it, it's just, I could not believe it. That was that, what this guy pulls off, how disciplined and how much he uh, he uh, can pull off uh, wow yeah he stretches the dollar absolutely and and clever I would love to work with that guy he, he should produce Postal too we could do it in his studio for 2 million bucks and then we have a movie that looks like 10 so uh, that is really uh, unbelievable I will try to go in contact to this uh, studio so yeah yeah, yeah. But now it's late in Germany, so we have to move it along. And uh, yeah, we we talk soon. Okay. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Guys, so. it's been it's been a great episode of Uva Ball Raw USA. Please subscribe to our show on YouTube. And if you speak German language, Uva Ball has a German language podcast called Bull Ball and Blastberg. Subscribe to this Uva Ball Raw USA, the YouTube show, and Ball and Blastberg. Please tell your friends and share this all across the internet. Uh, donate, just help us grow if you like the content, right? Yeah, Uva. and watch the, the show. Uh, yeah, uh, you would love uh, uh, Blastberg. He put on a TV, he, he was the CEO of a TV channel, Taylor 5. They show basically almost only American program. And they have now since 10 years every saturday they show on purpose the most trashy films they can find 
and it's it's cult now they they're watching it even in sports arenas and stuff and that would be very good to put that in us up to some somehow you know they find like you know like like uh, 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 kung fu films from the 70s or monster movies from the 80s uh it, it's like it's unbelievable what unbelievable crap <laughs> got got filmed but when you find the right trash films, you laugh your ass off because they have that that comedy. What uh, they didn't want it to be comedian, but it is. And and uh, uh, I love that that they they name it Schlefatz means the worst films ever, and uh, it has a huge following. I think the Sci-Fi Channel should do something like this or whatever. It would be a big hit in America too. Yeah, yeah, I love like in America, Canon Pictures, that kind of stuff. Those yeah. Pretty- even worse as Canon pictures. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Okay, that was a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye bye.